0: the City State to stay worldwide. You listen to the A Train Show on the Real and the Zone Network. This is
1: it.
2: Welcome to the A Train Show. And now, here's your host, the A-Train, Arlington Lane.
0: Welcome to this edition of the A-Train Show, the A-Train Arlington Lane. Hope that you are staying safe during this COVID-19 pandemic. You're washing your hands, you're wearing your mask, you're taking baths, you know, uh, anything that will provide cleanliness for you and uh, your families, you know, because, uh, this is a real thing, and uh, it has spread it like wildfire. And no matter who you're hearing on commentaries and things like that, deaths are happening. So find ways to remain clean and that you know can keep as many viruses away. We're losing a lot of people through this virus. So uh, I'm just asking everyone to just stay safe during this time period. All right. Coming up on the program, I'll have Dr. Gertreese Thomas- who is a doctor of naturopathic medicine? She is also an author uh, of *Complete in God*, a 12-day devotional guide to ignite your prayer life, and she's the founder of *Whole You* with Dr. G. So we'll touch a bit about uh, the founding of *Whole You* with Dr. G. How she got all of that started, and uh, what got her into healthcare, and about her book. So. Uh, We'll definitely touch a bit on that And then we'll step aside from all of that Healthcare and wellness talk And we'll get to know who Dr. Cartrice Thomas is away From uh, her patients Okay, so you stay tuned for that (laughs) But before we go to break I gotta do it again I have to play this parody By Shanice Nicole And she's a Singer and songwriter You can find her On IG again at Shanice C-H-A-N-I-C-E. N-Y-K-O-L-E. She did a wonderful parody with Erica Badu with this COVID-19 situation. It is hilarious. I love it. We're gonna take a break right there. You're gonna check out that parody right after this. You're listening to the A-Train show. You can only find it on the Ebus Network.
2: to the A-Train show.
0: Radio personality, Isis Jones.
2: I appreciated being appreciated. Sometimes yeah. that little thing alone can can go a long way where somebody says, yeah, we, we might need you. And, and better yet, it was time. You know, I, I think the climate in St. Louis is, is, is good. Um, we always talk about the negativity and, not, and I always have a, a tendency to bring a, a lot more positivity to the mm-hmm. situation. So I, yeah. I think y'all needed me.
0: On the In The Zone Network.
2: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network. You're listening to the A-Train Show on the In The Zone Network.
0: Back on this edition of the A-Train Show, the A-Train Arlington Lane. On the line with me right now is a friend of mine and uh she's done some amazing work in health and wellness and it's about that time folks especially what's going on with COVID 19 and uh we've known each other for a long time i gotta say it's gotta be at least almost 20 years and uh she's the founder of Mm -hmm. whole u with dr g and she's the author, well, I'm so happy for her for this too. She's the author of Complete in God, a 12-day devotional guide to igniting your prayer life. And with me on the line right now is Dr. Gertrice Thomas. Gertrice, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good, thank you. How are you?
0: I am doing wonderful. I am so proud of you. I am really proud of you for what you are doing and how you continuously are doing it. And... Uh, I'm I'm literally. I wish you could see me in the studio right now. Like I got hands raised. Like yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: So she also. So she also, uh, folks. She earned her bachelor's degree from where? You tell the people where you got it from.
2: I got my bachelor's and my master's from the Alabama A and M University in Normal, Alabama.
0: Speak on it. See. The prestigious <laughs> Alabama A&M University Which I am a grad of as well And uh, you also received your doctorate in uh, Of naturopathic medicine From the National University of Health Sciences How did all of that come into yes. play, man? Like, okay, we gotta talk about it What made you want to get even into healthcare?
2: Uh, so, I knew I wanted to be a doctor. Since I was a child, mm-hmm. like that was always a dream. So um, you could say I fulfilled a childhood dream of mine. Speak on it. So I, I knew I wanted to be in healthcare. Um, I actually, for a time, wanted to work in um, sports medicine, <laughs> mainly because I wanted to follow uh, Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. But um, that did not happen. <laughs> I,
0: I, is somebody honking at you?
2: <laughs> yeah. No. No, I actually don't know where that's coming from. It's so weird. Like, It's the most random thing,
0: right? Right. <laughs> that's cool. I'm cool I'm cool with that <laughs> cool with, cool from all
1: my end.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I knew I wanted to see, see a doctor. I knew I wanted to help people. Um, I grew up seeing some of the people that I loved and that I was very close to that dealt with health issues. And so I knew that I wanted to make a difference in that field. And so I was set on becoming a doctor. I was going toward uh, what we would call traditional medical school. And I actually had an issue where um, my name on my ID was wrong. Hmm. And in order to take the exam um, that I needed to take. Yeah. Everything had to be right. And so, like, it had to match up exactly. So, I went and got my ID changed, but I couldn't get it in time for the exam. And it was past the point where I could get, you know, a refund or any of those things. Wow. And so, I took some time to reevaluate what I wanted to do. Um, A lot of my friends were saying, you know, that I could just, you know, try again and, you know, I would do much better next time because I had more time to prepare and study. But my dad is actually the one that introduced me to naturopathic medicine and I saw it and I was interested in it, but I decided that I didn't want to do it because there were no schools in the southeast. And to me, I was was like, that's too far away. I'm not going to any of these schools, so (laughs) it's not going to happen. But when this happened, I decided to reevaluate it and my dad brought up naturopathic medicine again. and So I looked into it and I decided to go for it. And literally everything fell right into place for me to make that move um, to the Chicagoland area. Because I live in the South. Like, I'm from, I'm a Alabama girl. I was in Georgia at the time. And so I had to move to the Midwest to go to school. And everything literally fell in place for that.
0: I uh, adore that, you know. I'm uh, grateful to know that that's what you have. Uh, Going on, and all of the all the craziness that you had to endure prior to that, you know, I am I applaud you. I applaud you for that, and uh, you you stayed the course. All right, Um, talk a little bit about uh, of you founding a whole you with Doctor G. What is that all about?
2: So, a lot of what I do is based on faith, Um, my faith in God, and just listening to what God is directing me to do. Um, One of the things God told me to do was to start my own business. Hmm. And I was like, I have no idea what that entails, what that looks like, any of that. So um, I left school and started trying to work with someone else that did not work out. And I was reminded that I was told to start my own business. Uh And so I went ahead and I purchased my llc i sat down with a few good friends and started just trying to make this thing a reality and from there i you know created my facebook page started putting out content and it's just growing from there
0: yeah that's exactly right That's that's exactly something i love seeing is when you actually step out and uh, on faith and you, you're trying to say, Hey, I can do this. I can do this. I know it can do this. I'm not going to worry about what people think of it. You know, I'm just keep on doing what I need to do. And there you right. go. You know, you keep, you keep doing it. Right. All right. You also talk about, mm-hmm. you also uh, talk about uh, that you're an author and touch a bit about your book, Completing yeah. God: a 12 day devotional guide to igniting your prayer life. What, what came into that mix?
2: So that came about as uh, or from God telling me to um, do a 10-day study. Each day he gave me a different topic to look at. And as he gave me the topic, I looked up scriptures that were associated with them and um, prayed into those Mm -hmm. and after a while um, I finished this it was was a a 10 day journey after I finished that 10 day journey I put it down Um, it came about really um, I did it around the time of my birthday but it kind of came about um, as a result of me having gone through anxiety while I was in school Mm -hmm. and um, I decided to pick it back up and read through it again Uh, to kind of help keep myself managed so that i wasn't you know getting caught up in anxiety heavily and as i was doing that guy was like okay now i want you to make it a book
0: was this during medical (laughs) school by any change yes i I figured yes it
2: was (laughs) uh it actually it actually um i released the book the week before i graduated wow so yeah so I was I was like yeah I wasn't trying to be an author like I everybody I know would say like write a book and I was like no I'm not writing books and the thing is I have like I've written poetry before like when I was younger I wrote short stories when I was younger but I just never wanted to be somebody that wrote a whole book that was just not my thing I was like I like doing this for fun I don't want to make it a thing, and God was like, "Oh no, it's a thing." Sorry.
0: <laughs> in the midst of you writing your, in the midst of you writing your book, as I'm talking with uh, Dr. Gertrice Thomas right here on the A Train Show, um, while you in the midst of uh, writing your book, did you have a lot of writer's block in the midst of this, or are you like, you know what, this is pretty easy. I can, I can continue writing as you know as I go along.
2: No, I didn't have any writer's block mm-hmm. um, because. God kind of gave me clear vision like I had already had the, the skeletons from the, the devotions that I was doing mm-hmm. on my own mm-hmm. um, so I had written down those scriptures I had written down the topics and so I just took that and did more research into each scripture and what they were talking about and God just gave me clear vision about what I needed to say and how I needed to present it and it all kind of just came together
0: that's amazing and uh, how, how many pages are within the book
2: that is a great question um, <laughs> i don't remember how many pages are in the book but uh, it's not a long book at all it's, <laughs> <I'm losing it. laughs> i want to it's less than 100 pages
1: okay
0: all right. so you could you could a ballparked it or anything, man. But
2: <laughs> no, I don't wanna to lie to people, you no, know. I didn't say I didn't oh, say because oh,
0: no. oh, no. yeah, because uh <laughs> you, you know how they all about doctors, man. You you say you're a
2: doctor, huh? Oh, okay, okay.
0: No, I'm just kidding <laughs> But um
2: i was like, I don't listen, I'm, I'm I'm one of those people like even when I wrote poetry I never memorized the word. It was like I'm just writing it down to get it out. And then, then it's over. And you're uh, so, busy. if you expect me to memorize <laughs> the number of pages in my book, it probably won't happen.
0: Hey, and you're, and you're busy, so it's like, hey, I don't,
2: you know, I don't have,
0: I don't have a lot of time to figure out how many pages is in my book. <laughs>
2: Shit. <laughs> no, not like that. No, <laughs> just te-
0: I, I, I'm just not like that.
2: Yeah. I'm
0: just to light the Yeah, I no, I know. But, um. I'm, I'm I'm curious because um, I saw your I just saw your interview with John Jones over at the Peach Review. You can go online to thepeachreview There is an article and there is also a podcast as well. Now it says <laughs> that um, that you are an ND and not an MD. What's the difference between the two?
2: Okay, so an ND is a doctor of naturopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. And basically, naturopathic medicine is a combination of what you know from the traditional doctors that we've been going to for years Mm -hmm. and traditional medicine as far as medicine that's been around for thousands of years. So it's a combination of the two. Um, We get very similar coursework, pretty much the same coursework in basic sciences and all of those things. But we get more of a focus on nutrition. We get um, botanical medicine, so dealing with herbs. We also deal with, um, some of us deal with homeopathy and acupuncture and um, hydrotherapy, which is using water as medicine as well or as therapy as well mm-hmm. so you know we deal we delve a little bit more into the traditional medicines again those that have been around for thousands of years than our counterparts um, that are mds or uh, medical doctors
0: so what are you doing currently during this uh 19 uh, pandemic situation what has been the main thing that you've been able to do while you uh, are dealing with this uh, pandemic
2: personally or
0: uh more for business purposes you know you know with your practice
2: okay so mainly i've been promoting um stress management and uh, immune support and really just following the CDC guidelines you know especially for those that have family members that um can be more susceptible to the coronavirus and those who themselves are more susceptible to the coronavirus because you're not just practicing these guidelines for you, you're practicing them for yourself as well as those around you. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, you know, promoting immune health, making sure that we are taking care of our immune system. It's not a, you know, it's not gonna keep you from getting it but it puts your body at a better place if you do happen to encounter it. Um, so, it's, you know, it's not a cure-all, but it's just, it gives your body more to work with. Um, and definitely talking about stress and stress management, because this is a different time. People are stuck in their houses. People are seeing deaths um, at an you know, exponential rate. We've never seen you know, these many deaths before mm-hmm. for a lot of us. You know, and, you know, just realizing, like, you know, a lot of our extroverted friends are suffering because they are stuck in the house. And even some of our introverted friends are looking a little bit crazy at this point because of having to be in the house, having to be at home. You know, people are for the first time having to be um, teachers to their children, homeschooling children. And so it's important during this time to make sure that in the midst of everything that you are taking care of yourself, because stress can be a predisposing factor to chronic health conditions. It can make you more susceptible to things like hypertension and diabetes, and it can even affect your immune system. So making sure that we are checking in with ourselves and taking care of ourselves and managing these stressful situations is really what I've been focusing on during this time.
1: Dr.
0: Catrice Thomas, doctor of nathropatic medicine is joining me right now on the A-Train show, having a discussion about health and wellness and what people need to do at this point uh, with uh, the COVID-19 situation. If you're at home and you're dealing with it, here's some, some little bit of tips and stuff to give you some guidelines and some of the things that she does that she can help you with. If you get an opportunity to meet up with her. Um, Also, I got a question to ask you about this. You had you had mentioned about stresses. One thing is uh, uh, twitching. Mm-hmm. How how does that be ha- how can that be handled? Like like how can you stop twitching? Like your eye twitches. Like I know that seem like a stress <laughs> matter. Is that a stress matter or is that you know just something natural? That
2: could be a number of things. Mm-hmm. I would say make sure that your electrolytes are balanced. So making sure you're you're hydrated, making sure you're getting enough electrolytes, making sure that you're well rested, that you're not having too much caffeine. All of those things can play into having twitches as well as stress. It can be triggered from stress as well. So it just depends on what's actually causing it.
0: Hmm. I'm going to have to know that because that's actually that's something that's kind of been part of me so i'm going to lose some of the caffeine and make sure you set the electrolytes <laughs> so that means, like Gatorade and Powerade and whatever the uh the the, the energy drinks that the, not the now ain't talking about the red bulls i'm talking about the water based energy drinks <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of so stuff the, right or is it something so that,
2: those those are okay, okay but you can also do electrolyte powders and things okay. a lot of those have a lot of glucose in them like a lot of sugar in them and so like maybe doing like electrolyte powders i would say would be a little bit better
0: okay all right i I appreciate that see i I need some help just like everybody else those Mm -hmm. that listening they might need some help too straight up all right (laughs) let's take a break right here as i continue my conversation with dr patrice thomas doctor of naturopathic medicine and talk some things outside of healthcare. So you are listening to The A-Train Show, and you can only find it on the In The Zone Network.
2: Hey, this is Dr. Gertrude Thomas, doctor of naturopathic medicine, and you are listening to The A-Train Show. Welcome to
0: The A-Train Show. Social commentator, Brendolyn Royal.
2: So it's kind of difficult for people to wrap their brains around Two people of the opposite sex truly just being friends
0: because it's so uncommon.
2: You it, don't. It you is. Don't hear it of is. Of course, of course. You know, you have men who will take advantage of a female friendship where, uh, you know, they may see her down and about and they try to sleep with her or they try to take advantage of her, and that's just not. That's never been the case.
0: On the In the Zone Network.
2: City to city, state to state. Worldwide, you're listening to the In the Zone Network. You're listening to the A Train Show on the End of Zone Network. Of
0: bed, the A Train Show continues as I talk it over with Dr. Gertrude Thomas, who's the founder of Whole You with Dr. G, and also the author of Complete in God, a 12-day devotional guide to igniting your prayer life. We've been touching on health and wellness, but I want to make a shift. So, let's let's take a uh, 180 and we got to get outside of
2: okay. medicine
0: a bit and uh and see what what Gertrude does when she's not in office like before the pandemic was hitting. <laughs> Like what's what's she listening to like what's music that get her vibes together man you know what what kind of what kind of movies she watching oh, that man. get her together like let's start with the music you know like, <laughs> are, are we on that r b rap so, that that ordeal are we on the gospel tip where we at
2: both of those always like i'm always on gospel and r&b i love those i actually like several genres of music so mm. jazz R&B, gospel, those are my top, but I will also listen to country, I will listen to pop, I will listen to classical music, indie, uh, rock, <laughs> I love music. So what's the, um, I actually posted on my personal page, uh, music is my love language.
0: So what's the top five so, that you can give off right now that you listen to on your playlist right now, or if you give three, three to five if you can give?
2: three yeah that's like i gotta hear this all the time okay so as far as artists because i will name artists not songs okay that's cool um my top my top three artists that i listen to right now Mm -hmm. um are alex isley who happens to be um the niece of ron isley She's amazing. I love her. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my friends actually just put out a record for Mother's Day. Um, His name is Charles James. I listened to his song. It just has like a soothing uh, sound to it. Like, I love it. Like, it has strings and everything. That's one thing about me. If you have some good strings in your song, you can probably get me to listen to it. Mm -hmm. So, I listened to him. um, And... Number 3. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: that third one coming up harder than you think now, isn't it?
2: <laughs> Cuz like I love music. So it's like trying to pick just a one. It's like, "Oh my goodness." Um. Hmm. <laughs> <It's hard>. Maybe <laughs> Maybe well, I would say within the past two weeks, I've been listening to Leanne LaHavas because uh, she came out with I think a couple of new songs. So Mm -hmm. I've been listening to her. Okay,
1: good, good. So those
2: are my top three. Excellent. Shout out to my friends. Y'all gonna make my friends famous.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: that's good. That's good. And yeah, you make sure that you blow it up too, man. So that way that she can hear it and all her friends can hear it as well. Um, Now, one thing is for sure, we. We we share we share something in common. We were fans of the, the show How to Get Away with Murder, and uh, the mm-hmm. uh, last week we did a little watch party of sorts. You know, I was able, I was invited by you, you know, to participate in the series finale. And what was your take on mm-hmm. uh, the fa- finale itself? I I would say myself, I loved it. It gave closure, and uh, yeah,
2: uh,
1: yeah.
0: What, what do you what do you take on it?
2: say that it was one of the better f- series finales that I've seen in a while um, mm-hmm. I've seen, I have like a few of my shows that ended and I was like oh that was okay <laughs> but that one <laughs> yeah, that one gave closure um, it finished the story it had twists and turns just like most things that Shonda Rhymes does um, like it 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 was very good. I liked it. It had enough drama, enough twists and turns, enough predictability and closure to satisfy my little heart. So <laughs>
0: it says satisfy your little heart after six seasons, right? You know, six seasons watching it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I would say I did get hooked on it from the very first episode. I think what happened was I think it was mm-hmm. the fifth season. I kinda dismissed because um I, you know working you know when you work sometimes you miss episodes you know you can go yeah. back and watch it on hulu you know it ain't the same because then by that time you know when you have to go back and watch i don't know I'm, i know i'm a binge watcher but it's like with that show it's like if you go back and you are already seeing yeah. the new uh new episodes like it's no point <laughs> it's like but i might watch right. it at a whole yeah. different time and whatnot but what i will say is that the uh series finale um uh, it, it it got high. It was very high. If you have not seen it, we are about to spoil it just a little bit. So, on this show, <laughs> we gonna spoil some. Uh, we gonna spoil it. Uh, so turn it off now. <laughs> if you listen in, spoiler
2: alert.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think one of the biggest surprises to me was it was the appearance of West, but it wasn't West. You remember, right. you remember Wes I, I the agree. first four seasons and um, then he showed up in the, the finale and like, why is he there? Why is Wes there? Come to find out, it was not Wes. Right. It was his son Christopher. That's what that was.
2: Right.
0: And so it, it, it gave a good surprise. Yeah. And then he came in a whole accent. So then that really was, that was funny too.
2: Exactly.
0: And Because you, you couldn't keep the same yeah. character. You know what I mean? You know, you couldn't be in his you know proper proper English because if you hear him outside of it you know he's an Englishman and so he has an accent for that and then he changed it to a bit of a Spanish accent you know so it kept I was like that was wonderful yeah that was a good way that was a good transition and uh very surprising and it was wonderfully done by Peter Nowak and of course the team of at Shondaland and stuff um that was phenomenal and then the other surprise was that both Bonnie and and uh frank died
2: oh yes yeah i think uh we, when we were watching um it was when we because we were trying to figure out who died <laughs> we decided yeah. it
0: wasn't we knew somebody was <laughs> shot
2: <laughs> and so we're like, oh, who died <laughs> and so um uh, when i think it was when bonnie looked up and saw frank and i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh guys I know what's about to happen <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. I, I, but I, I and I knew Frank. something was going to happen to Frank but I did not expect Bonnie that one threw me for a loop
0: yeah because I'm still trying to figure out how did that happen did it pierce through both of them you know the bullet pierced through both of them because both of them were bleeding but also at the same time I was like um, the both of them they were in the right spot where both of them was going to go so that way it closed that story you right. know what I mean? Because I don't think right. they could have ever gotten past that if they were still alive.
2: Right. Yeah, if either one of them were left alive, it would have left too much open. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a proper closing.
0: Exactly. And then uh to
2: their story.
0: Yeah, and then uh seeing um Annalise got older. You know, and they ask who killed Annalise. Annalise mm-hmm. killed Annalise. So, you know, she died. And right. <laughs> so that was the answer to it, and that and that was cool. I was cool with that because that is something, you know, it it may, it's gonna make you watch because you got to see what's gonna happen. Right. Because it was ending, and um, you know, seeing her lifestyle afterwards. You know, when they did like the flash forward of, you know, uh, well not a flash forward, they did a reflection of her life. You know, and you got a chance to see yeah. everybody that came back. Good to see that Connor and, uh, what's my boy name? Um, what was his name? His boyfriend. Oh, Ollie? Oliver, yeah. And Oliver, they got out of jail and they remained together. You know, and then I think the one person I was mad at was the person that I would be mad at through the entire series. And that was Michaela, Michaela Pratt, you know? Right. She showed her real true colors. It's like, I'm not finna go out there and support that. Then she yeah. became a whole Supreme Court judge herself. I
2: said, Right,
0: well, hopefully, doing the right thing. I said, <laughs> Well, I never. Because <laughs> I'm like, Ah, oh, man. Because honestly, <laughs> I wanted to see her go right after Wes went, you know. And then Asher. I Oh, man. <laughs> poor Asher. But then again, yeah,
2: poor Asher. It, closed,
0: yeah. it closed the story. You know, Gabriel, it closed the story. Nate, it closed the story. You know they did an excellent job, able right. to shut you know shut it all down, and it ended where it began with Annalise. Well, actually, it didn't. It ended with Christopher being a uh, yeah professor. Did you see the Did you see the narrative? How they showed um uh the or the similarity? You know, showing uh, Annalise mm-hmm. and Wes and then at the end, you see an Annalise and Christopher at the end in the in the in the you know, yeah in the in the classroom. So, you know that was pretty interesting. Yep.
2: Yeah,
0: that was. Uh, yeah, I like
2: think that. they they did a very good job with it.
0: So, uh, b- b- before I let you go, uh, is there any other TV series that you're watching? You know, what I'm saying, like, I know you was how I get away with murder fan, but what else was you enjoying?
2: Um, Grey's Anatomy is one of my favorites. Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. I was watching those. Oh, you, um, a Shonda, you a Shonda I, fan I was for life. All my shows off right now. Yeah. I, I am. You are Shonda had f- me with Scandal and everything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you say you can go back and watch those anytime you want so, to then, right?
2: Yeah. So, but right now I am I'm diving back into Avatar The Last Airbender series on Netflix. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what's up. Now, I like to talk sports a little bit, but what I found out through um, – <laughs> Through some people and probably yourself too, that you are an avid Dallas Cowboy fan. How did that come?
2: Um, you want the real story?
1: Is um, is, is is it going to
0: be something I, that's going to be shocking for every all my audience to listen to? It's
2: it's going to be funny, I think. Oh, I, I'll
0: take I'll, I'll take funny. Funny's
2: fine. I, so, uh, as a child, I watched football with my granddad's uncle, cousins, and back in the 90s, there was this guy um, that played for the Dallas Cowboys by the name of Deion Sanders. <laughs> that I had a huge crush on. <laughs> you had that must be the and money crush,
1: okay.
2: I did, I, was, I did. <laughs> and so I said, well, I can watch the Cowboys. I- <laughs> and oh! and I was just to Not just, Now, I would say I watched more sports as I got older, like high school, college, I got more into it. I just yeah. was a self-declared fan as a child because Beyonce is fine, still fine, no disrespect to his wife. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh, okay, okay. And uh, you mm-hmm. also... You also uh, from the from the tea leaves that I found out that you were a a Kobe Bryant fan. So, um, what did it what did it mean yeah. to you? You know, when you heard of his passing, um, how did that make you feel?
2: Um, the first thing I went through was absolute shock. Um, Kobe Bryant for me was somebody that you just never saw something like that happening to. He was just a legend that I expect to be around for years and years to come. And um, so my uncle was actually the one that told us that like, he kind of, we, sometimes you can hear him from his house if you're outside. Uh-huh. So we heard him say like, oh no, I can't believe this. I'm thinking he's a Brown fan. So I was like, oh, something must have happened with the Browns, like somebody got traded or something, you know, something like that. Um, And he comes running out of the house and telling us what happened. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. So I'm searching all of the media outlets and texting people that I know that work in media. And I'm like, are you guys like somebody tell me something? Like, this has to be a joke. Like, how do you know it's him? Are you guys sure it was him? This is a lie. You know, Uh, in my mind, I just knew I was going to meet him one day. And so, yes. Finding this out, and then, again, like I said, when I when I was younger, I, was, I thought I was going into sports medicine so I could work with Kobe Bryant. Right. You know, so, to hear this, and then to find out that it wasn't just him, but there were several other people on the plane, including yep. his daughter, and several of those people were children, and there's a whole family on the plane. It was devastating. Yeah. Um If I can... You know, be completely honest, I cried for a long time. Like, I think I'm doing good right now not to be crying, yeah. honestly, because it still kind of hurts. And, you know, I've seen people that are like, how do you cry over somebody you don't know? It's like we kind of grew up with Kobe. As an yeah. emotion, we grew up with yep. him. Exactly. You know, so it's like when especially in the age of social media when you really get to watch people and be involved in their lives you grab, you get a connection with them even if you don't realize it so Watching this is a person who I admired um, both on and you know On the court and post post basketball. He was doing big things yep. um, You know admiring his confidence and his drive and just his determination and we shared a birthday. We were both born oh, on the wow. same day. Um, he was just older than me. Yeah, so like wow. yearly, I would shout him out in hopes that one day he was gonna see me saying, happy birthday, you know? And so wow. it was just, it was devastating. Yeah. Um, and it still, you know, kind of impacts me to this day. Just, you know, thinking about the fact that he is not here and my heart going out to those families um that were impacted and his daughters that didn't get to really know him um or their sister you uh, know my heart goes out to his wife you know who lost not just her husband but her daughter like it's you know this this was this rocked our generation yeah. this, this was a very very shocking way to begin this year
0: oh yeah no no question about it and then um um, not only that, I think it was uh, Shaquille O'Neal that said that he won't get the opportunity to enshrine him into the Basketball Hall of Fame, and that
1: right. that
0: that 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 moved me a bit, you know, because you know the the drama that they had with each other, but the companionship that they also had, and you don't you won't get that, and yeah, it was a shock to me. Yeah. I remember going to work and getting a text message. From a colleague of mine saying, Hey, did you hear that Kobe Bryant passed? I said, What? What are you talking about? I was actually going to get something to eat before I went to work. And I stopped, stopped the car, looked at my phone, seen TMZ's report, and I was like, I need another report. There was another report and it was confirmed. But and usually with see lately with TMZ. I'm starting to believe because they've been on top of it, but the the whole thing was still, still a shock because it was Kobe. Mm-hmm. It was Kobe that was the one that was gone, and you know, and like like you said, the rest of his family, uh, uh, his daughter, and then another family being under the out uh, the Altebelli family. At that, you know, that mm-hmm. was a huge. With them, there's a son that's yeah. having no has no family currently. And hasn't happened right. for the last four months. Yeah. He doesn't get to see them anymore. Right. So yeah, that was, right. it was it was it was it was it was crazy, man, and uh it was uh Yeah, a definitely still
2: prayers out for all of the people involved.
0: No doubt. No doubt about it. All right, uh Dr. Thomas, before you go, uh please let our mm-hmm. listeners know, good listeners know where they can find you on social media.
2: So you can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at whole you with G. You can find me on YouTube at whole you with Dr. G. Um, I have a website that will be launching soon. And you can also email me at Dr. G at whole you with Dr.
0: Well, again, thank you. Thank you for coming on the A-Train Show, and you are always welcome to come on the program whenever you want to do it again. And um,
1: we'll, Thank you. Uh,
0: yeah, you have an open invitation to the A-Train Show, and so come on through, and hopefully we get you in studio the next time. If, you ever come to, if you're if coming down to St. Louis, we'll get you in studio, so let everybody, let all the good folks uh, see you, all right? Listen, when it's safe, I'll definitely work on making that
2: trip.
0: I appreciate that See that makes, me, makes My heart feel good Alright So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright So we're about To head on out We're about to Take a quick break And we'll come back And wrap things up For this edition Of the A-Train Show You're listening On the In The Zone Network
2: Hey this is Dr. Gertrude Thomas Doctor of Naturopathic Medicine And you are listening To The A-Train Show
0: This is The A-Train Show, radio personality Isis Jones.
2: I appreciated being appreciated. Sometimes yeah. that little thing alone can can go a long way where somebody says, yeah, we, we might need you, and, and better yet, it was time. You know, I, I think the climate in St. Louis is 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 good. Um, we always talk about the negativity, and, not, and I always have a, a tendency to bring a, a lot more positivity to the mm-hmm. situation, so I, yeah. I think y'all needed me.
0: On the In The Zone Network.
2: City to city, state to state, worldwide. You listen to In the Zone,
1: and this is the network.
0: This is it. I'm not tired yet, but we are at the end of this ride, of this edition of the Patriot Show. I hope that you have enjoyed it. I want to thank my guest, Dr. Patrice Thomas, for coming on the show. And I do want to give a special shout-out today to John Jones of The Peach Review for the wonderful job that he did with that interview with Dr. Thomas. Make sure that you go check it out at thepeachreview.com. And just to let you know, myself, John Jones, and Dr. Thomas, we all went to and graduated from the Alabama A&M University. And don't you even forget about that. All right, shout out to every A&M Bulldog there is around the world, all over the country, that hears my voice. But real talk, folks, don't be a stranger. Come on back for the next ride of the A-Train show. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to miss the train, okay? Because if you do, then guess what? I'll miss you. All right, so remember to stay safe, wash them hands, remain clean and calm during these rough times, all right? This is the A-Train, Arlington Lane, making that final stop I'll catch you aboard the A-Train next time, okay? Take care.